Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga. Hey, thanks for staying with us on Hot Business. On Mondays, we talk about money Mondays, what to do to make your money stretch a little bit more, and maybe how to think differently about your money. Tonight, I'm joined by Esther Ush. She's the product head at F&B Integrated Advice. Esther, always good to have you on the show. You talking to us tonight about broadly how to think about our finances going into the rest of 2024 as uh, January is finally coming to an end. What's the most important thing? Well, thank you very much, firstly, for having me. It's always a pleasure chatting to you and to your listeners. So the first thing is to try and get through January, which obviously we all know that January is 77 days long. So I think that's the most important thing that we need to go through. And, uh, and the way to get this lucky, it is coming to the end, as you mentioned. But, you know, be very smart about your money now. If you've got loyalty programs that you can use to supplement a little bit of cash at this moment in time, great time to use those loyalty points and loyalty programs. You know, and once we get over this hurdle of January, you really actually need to sit down and have a look at the year ahead. You know, and the analogy that I use is, you know, when a person goes to gym, you don't just go to gym and float around and say, oh, I like this machine today. Let me use this. Or, you know, today I feel like doing this. You very much have a plan for the gym. It, it's the same thing with your money. You need to have a plan in place. So the t- yeah. So who's our personal trainer? <laughs> the personal trainer, I think, is the first thing that you need to do is sit down with yourself and have a good talking to yourself and saying, well, the good talking in inverted commas, have a chat to yourself and say, what are the goals that you want to achieve this year? Exactly like in gym, you know, uh, beginning of the year 2024, my resolutions are X, Y, Z. What are your financial resolutions as well? And that could be a range of things. That could be, you know, things like being debt-free. It could be upping your retirement savings. It could be paying for your kids' education. Or, you know, something a lot more interesting than that. Potentially diversifying your assets offshore. You know, building up that balance sheet. So it really is a time, and this weekend might be a good time to sit down and think about it. You know, what are your goals for the year ahead? And then start thinking about what are the top three quickest things that you can do. So... You know, if you think about it, you put down there, I want to do this, this, and this, and my family is important. Let's use that as an an example. The quickest thing you can do for your family that will make you feel like you've achieved something is checking if your will is still something that you, that resonates with your sort of requirements. And then of course, you know, making sure that you've got the right sort of level of life cover in place. Okay. It's, it's one of those things where you, you don't know. I mean, you kind of assume you're doing the right thing or as close as possible to the right thing, but it's also a very intimidating space if you feel like you're not getting it right. Esther, on Money Mondays, we try and get as many tips as possible. Who do you need to speak to um, that's not necessarily with a bank, but someone just to help you make sure that as you plan, you're planning properly? See, I mean, and again, at F&B, we got the advisors, but it is important to get guidance from the right people. Um, and by the right people, it's obviously registered financial services provider, you know, someone that is registered with the FSCA, um, that has got, that's a proper phase accredited person, you know, and, and that they come from a reputable organization so that you're not particularly, you know, sort of led down the garden path. And, you know, one thing I do need to caution about specifically at this time when we are in January and money is tight is, you know, be careful of scams out there as well. Um, those get rich quick schemes are normally not the good ones or the best things to try and go for because you will lose money in the long run. I mean, people know that. I think most people are quite smart and savvy, but there's an element of desperation that comes when, you know, 
something comes along and it seems too good to be true. And scammers also are good at what they do. You know, they're good at scamming. Therefore, they can trap a lot of people, especially when it comes to new things. Like, oh, you know, there's this crypto thing and Elon Musk is investing in it and therefore you should as well. And if someone maybe isn't au fait with the language of money, they can't find themselves in those situations. I always apply to these sort of situations and I always suggest that people do apply is, you know, if your bank is guaranteeing you, say, 7% or 5% in this normal money market account and someone comes to you and they try and guarantee you more than double that, proceed with caution. And, you know, and if it does go into that sort of high push environment of throwing around big names, exactly like you said, now you, Elon Musk, and it becomes a little bit of a hard sell, be a little bit more cautious about it uh, and do your homework. You know, make sure that they've got a properly registered website, um, that there is potentially, as I said, an FSCA registration number as well. Okay, so I think one of the things about whether you're saving, whether you're trying to bring down your debt, whether you're trying to invest your money and grow it, is that you need to be quite patient. Uh, you need to wait for a little bit. And it's not always easy to do that, especially in this kind of economic environment. Tips on that, which is not really a money thing. It's just kind of learning how to be more patient. It comes with time. So time is a great sort of um, sort out in the long term. But what I'd like to suggest, and this is something that I'd suggest to the listeners as well, is go and sit and, and really become very mindful about your money. Now, the plan that we've put in place is something that starts along the lines and I'm, I'm going to talk about it now, is the first thing that you need to do is you need to spend less than you earn. Now, what does that entail? So there's a couple of components of spending less than you earn, and that ultimately the idea behind that is it's freeing up cash flow so that you can put that towards the things that are important to you. So what's the quick win thing here? Go and have a look at your transactions and see if there's any small amounts that you don't agree with, that small debit orders that you're not aware with, don't know, if that's a way that you can free up cash flow. And then, of course, using your loyalty programs is a big thing there. Once you've had a look at that first thing, and I mean, that can really be quite an enlightening sort of exercise if you do it, because you will be able to free up some cash flow if you really go and have a look at your transactions. And, you know, the things that I'd like to suggest here in terms of your transactions is have a look at, um, you know, what your spending is. So things like your... Um, are you spending on things like coffee on the way to work every day? Are you buying energy drinks every day? Is there a way that you can reduce that? So, you know, an energy drink every day, or let's use a coffee, 20 rand a day, that's 100 rand a week, that's 400 rand a month. Now, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying just reduce that a little bit. Once you've identified this pocket where you can free up cash flow, the next thing that you need to do is you need to have a look at your sort of short-term debt position, long-term debt position. You know, um, first thing very quickly that you can do with your debt managing your debt and credit is having a look at what your credit status looks like. Because the better your credit status is in the longer run, the more it saves you money over the longer run. So if you are struggling with a little bit of short-term debt, maybe take some of that freed up cash flow, put it towards there. And then put, once you've done that, you need to save for an emergency. Now, we all had had emergencies in the past. And, you know, you want to have a guide of sort of one to three months worth of emergency savings, which I'm pretty sure your listeners know about already. Now, how do you get the, that freed up cash flow potentially put it towards there? Now, I always say that those three, three things is managing your debt, saving for an emergency and spending less than you earn are the sort of fundamentals. And those are the sort of absolute basics that you need to do before you get into the longer term stuff. Now, what are the longer term stuff? Um, the longer term stuff is things like protecting your family. 
Now, as I mentioned earlier, what's a quick win on protecting your family is making sure that your rules in place. What's another quick win? Make sure that you've got enough life cover in place. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, just get an understanding, get an awareness of how much life cover you need. And there are calculators on the F&B app that you can use for that. Um, but important that you do have that right level of cover. Then, of course, managing your assets. Have a look at your short-term insurance. You know, is that appropriate for that? Or are you still traveling as much as you used to? Another way that you can free up cash flow. And then once you get there is you need to start providing for retirement. Now, and the big question about providing for retirement is, are you going to go to Paris or are you going to go to Paris in retirement? Or are you tracking towards your goals in retirement? So a little bit of work there that you can do and think about in the next couple of weeks. So do you want to potentially put some of that money towards buffering up your, your retirement savings, be it through your pension scheme or alternatively through an alternative um, um, alternative investment such as a tax-free savings account or a retirement annuity. Uh, then providing for education. Now, there's nothing more topical at this moment in time than providing for education. You know, with school starting in last week, we've had, um, we've had the school results or the metric results that's come out in the last couple of days. You know, how do you, how are you going to provide for that education? Is it a case that you've got savings in hand for that? Alternatively, is it a case that you potentially need to think about things like, you know, using credit for this? Because, you know, buying a home and, and student loans and saving for, for education is, or using it for education is some of the few places that, you know, credit is really well managed. And then, you know, once you've done all of that and had to think about that, you know, to stop yourself from getting into January, what are you doing for December this year? You know, have you started thinking about your December plan on two components is how are you going to pay for it? And then the second component is, are you putting a little bit of money away for that? And it gives you that little bit of a dream and something to work towards in December as well. So, you know, those are some of the things that we suggest that you do. Some quick wins are in there. Um, what are some of the quick things that you can do to set yourself up? But the important thing is, you know, that's a general guideline. I strongly suggest that your listeners go and they sit down and say, you know what, Esther, or whoever they're talking to, hopefully their partner or their, or their spouse, is, you know, we had this thinking, and I'm thinking that we need to think about what are we doing for our kids' education, what are we doing for our retirement, are we going to pay off our debts a little bit? But the important thing is to actually plan your 2024 in terms of finances. And once you've highlighted the areas that you want to chat about, that you want to fix up, it's then important that you do get the right advice, be it via the app, or alternatively be it via your advisor at the bank. All right, Esther, always good chatting to you. Esther Ush, the product head at FNB Integrated Advice, just giving us tips to think about for the financial year ahead. Really helpful and appreciated. Hot 1027 Business with Enzinger.